Hello and welcome to the show both feared and revered by Man and Beast, the Helios blog. Today, Sneeko gets therapy. This should be a hoot. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. People have relationship problems and like, oh, we need to go talk about it to my therapist for five hours and have a deep therapy, 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 therapy. Like, it's, it's just, it's been way more normalized. And I think they prescribe a lot of problems so that you always come back. It's the same reason why the pharmaceutical companies do not want you to be healthy so that you continue to buy their medicine. If, if I go to a therapist, your job is to take my money from my mental health problems. Why would you want me to get better? You don't. You want me to keep coming back and paying you. So Absolutely true. Oh, you're going to tell me, oh, come back next week and we'll unpack this and we'll unpack that. I don't need to unpack all this from childhood. I'm an adult. I'm 25. I'm going to shove it down and keep going. Why do I want to unpack this stuff? Okay. Uh, what what has happened when you've tried to unpack it? Um, unpack, unpack what? So, Childhood? so, so you, you said, you said that like, I don't want to unpack it. I want to shove it down. Yeah. Right? Shove it so down. like what, what, what is, so obviously you'd want to do that for a reason, right? So you've had some experience. Yeah. Uh, again, you can just tell by the guys, um, the way the guy's voice sounds, he's a womanist, wokest, like. Is a womanist wokist. If you're a womanist wokist, like, I don't know what to tell you. Everything's wrong. There's so many problems that I don't know if it's even possible to fix. Like, it's it's like um you have a how how would I describe this? Okay. So there's uh maybe this ages me, but there's a kid's book called Animorphs, okay? And in Animorphs, there's these these monsters called the Yerks, right? And what they do is they're like these little slugs that go in your ear and they wrap around your brain and they control your thoughts by wrapping around your brain. And you can't tell from the outside that the person is a Yerk, right? You, you can't tell. They just look like a normal person. But they talk and speak like an alien, right? They Their agenda is now no longer in humanity's best interest. It's in the Yerk's best interest, right? So that's what womanist wokeism is like. It's like a Yerk. It's like a mind virus. If you have it, everything you say is tainted. It's it's uh, not to your best interest. It's in the best interest of the Yerks, it's in the best interest of the aliens, it's in the best interest of the womanist wokeists, right? You are a useful idiot for them. So if you're taking advice from a therapist who is indoctrinated in this way, you're not going to learn correctly how to fix your problems. You're going to be pushed in the direction of a womanist wokeist. And all that will do is make you miserable in the long term because womanist wokeists are not happy. Okay. And they're not happy because they live life according to a false premise. They don't live in reality. They lie every second to themselves and everyone around. So. Hence that makes you prefer Well, I'm, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking generally. I'm speaking ge- Like people will talk about how they, they go into therapy and unpack all this stuff. Uh, it, it's better. Like I don't understand why people are 35 reliving all that. Well, okay, I, yeah, I, I get well, it, but so, I just think that's a stupid decision. Well, what, what, do you, what do you get? 
when you say you get it, why, why do you think all these stupid people are in therapy? What do you mean get it? Like, well, you say you said you get it. So I'm curious, what do you get? Why do you think all these people are in therapy if it's such a colossal waste of time and, and essentially a monetary leech? Because it's easier to talk about things rather than find an action that's going to... It's, it's easier to talk your way out of a problem than, than work your way out of it. Working is Absolutely true. Yeah. I, I agree entirely. That's exactly why. They don't, they're not interested in actually solving their problems. What they're interested in is um, believing that they're working on it while actually not doing anything. And then blaming external sources for their problems. I agree entirely. It's hard. Pushing forward and, and doing things that are difficult, that's harder. Right? Like, I consider the gym therapeutic. I consider sparring. I, I spar quite a bit. I consider that therapeutic. Yeah, so I, I think those things are therapeutic too. And, and I, I mean, I'll be the first to say that I don't think therapy is therapeutic for everyone. I think that the concerns that you have are actually, like, quite valid in terms of I think sometimes therapy goes on way longer than it needs to. Again, the way that he talks, he is a puppet. He's a useful idiot for womanist, wokeist ideology. So I don't know why I even need to listen to this. It's, I mean, again, it's for your benefit, guys, the, the viewer. We'll, we'll try to see if he, um, again, all he's done so far is hide and obfuscate. So we'll see if he uh, if he tells any truth here, or if he's just going to keep uh, lying or obfuscating more. So far, all he's done is done uh, verbal jujitsu. Oh, therapy's fine, but uh, it's like the no true Scotsman fallacy, right? It's like therapy's fine; it's just not fine for you. But a true Scotsman, you know, they would be okay with therapy. It's not that there's something wrong with therapy; there's something wrong with you. That's the, that's the idea there. Um. I don't really think that, in my experience, people, most therapists that I know are not interested in keeping people there for monetary reasons. And this very simple reason for that is there's no shortage of patients. Uh, okay. Um, what, is, what is this? It's also, uh, um, what is it, an appeal to authority or uh, using anecdotal claims to, uh, and generalize them to the population? I forgot what this is called, but that's what he said. All my friends that are therapists, you see, which is not a good argument. That's a, that's a horrible argument, actually. Well, all your friends are not the whole population in general, so. So if you stop paying me, there's like literally a line out the door of like hundreds of people. Like the average waiting list for a therapist is like three or four months. Wait, you, you um, don't get it. So when you see like a blue hair transgender walk in, you don't like rub your hands together like, oh. <laughs> no, like when you see like a, a dude that looks like a girl no, with what, kitten ears, what, like what makes and, my and what, what makes me go what makes me go like this is listening to you talk about therapy. Why? Because <laughs> I, I, I think that there's there's like a lot of stuff to talk about that excites me. I see. So. You're not in the womanist, wokest frame, so therefore, uh, there's a lot to unpack here. He's he's gonna try to to turn you into a womanist, wokest, and uh, he's he's uh, looking forward to uh, to the task here. Disaster. Anyway, let's continue.
Okay. Um, it, it's it's not the blue haired transgenders, man. It's it's okay. uh, dudes who dudes who focus on shoving it down in action and and don't have don't care to engage with their internal environment, which is a little bit of a judgment because I don't know that that's actually the case with you. But I, I, yeah, I mean, this, this excites me. Um, but uh, anyway, what do you think about what I said about, you know, with their waiting lists, 50% of therapists are, don't take new patients. Like we're full up, like we don't need your particular money because there's, but that's the whole point. Because so many people have been indoctrinated into believing the snake oil of therapy, there's a line out the door and you are encouraged to keep that line running. It's like um, like banks, right? Um, they're encourage- they encourage people to invest in bad stocks because when... When people do, it's effectively giving money to the casino, right? Why would they want the gravy train to stop? So you have a vested interest in keeping up the illusion. There's a line out the door because the illusion exists. But once the illusion doesn't exist, all therapists will fall. So the only reason there's a line out the door for every therapist isn't because therapy works. It's because the lie works. The illusion works. Okay, let's continue. Like tons of people that are waiting to give us their money. Okay. What do you think about that? Fair, but maybe the whole system works together. The pharmaceutical companies, the therapists, they all work on the fact that people's mental health People are always talking about mental health. They all profit off of that. In a in a world where people fix their problems with prayer and with gym, that whole industry would never exist at all. So even though you might not need... Right, exactly. It's not about, like, why? Again, guys, I've never been to therapy. And uh, it's because I'm happy. I don't, I don't need someone rooting around in my brain telling me uh, that what I feel and think is wrong because it's not in line with their, you know, uh, n- not in line w- uh, with uh, what a womanist wokeist is supposed to believe. So anyway, let's continue. Need more patience. It's all based on the fact that everybody's diagnosing themselves in real time. Well, so so let me ask you this. Um, so when you said fix their problems with prayer, how does that work? Well, I, I just came back from Mecca, and you can see people, you, you call suju when you put your, your head to the floor, um, and you, you see people sometimes like sobbing. Or when you go to the masjid on Friday, I'm going to go tomorrow at 1 p.m. For, for Juma. you see people like crying, and it's because they're, they're definitely thinking of things that they're, they're asking God for, for certain things to be fixed. And I, I consider that therapeutic, that, that same type of tear that they um, crying that they, they might do in therapy. Instead, they're, they're connecting with God. I think all those problems like opening up about unpacking stuff like that, you should unpack it with God. You know, I, I, I see them and the, the way that they are. I, and I felt it, too. When I was in Mecca, for example, and praying next to the Kaaba, I, I really felt everything that was going on in my head and everything. It's not like I have to shove it down. I, I know everything that that's there, but it becomes present when you're in the when you're in again what sneaker is describing here um again i'm I'm gonna push back on this as well i think sneaker for for sneaker this is a this is a brand 
thing. He's branded himself as a religious person, and now he's uh, pushing on his brand, right? But I don't believe for a second that he actually believes what he's saying. I think this is bullshit. That's that's my that's my opinion. I think Sneaker's lying here. Uh, I don't think he's again. I just I I know religious people. He doesn't seem to be a genuine Muslim. He seems to me to be a Muslim for clicks and views. He wants the Muslims to watch his stream. So, prayer. You you feel it. You're thinking about it. You're you're reminded of everybody you love. You're reminded of your past. And by the way, you can tell this because when Sneeko talks, he's he has that that under smile. You know, like, are you are you uh, believing my bull crap or uh, you know? It's there. You're reminded of your flaws. You're Watch carefully. You're, better on. you're reminded of your fears and everything. And then you, you look to God for strength and for guidance and to keep you on the straight path. Okay. So um, let me just make sure I heard you. So when you pray, so it sounds like you feel a lot of positive emotions. You and feel, negative too. Like I, I, I wouldn't say positive too, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah everything. Yeah, well, everything. I, I, yeah, I wasn't done. So you said you feel a lot of love. You feel a lot of fear, yeah. right? You think about people that you love. You also... Think about actions that you want to take and places that you want to go. So you have goals that you think of. Right. And then, and then what, help me understand this part about God. Where does God enter, enter the picture? I, I would prefer, I can understand why therapy is helpful for a lot of people, but I think it's better to go and talk that out. Talk about your trauma and your past to God rather than to a man. Okay. So I'm a, I'm not trying to debate you, okay? So I'm not trying to like catch you or something. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm confused um, because now you're saying you you think that therapy can be helpful for other other people, but prayer is superior. Yes. So there is some benefit to therapy because it sounds like a lot of the mechan. I'm assuming that you think a lot of the mechanisms are say you t you talk about your again. He's already lost the argument. Sneeko has, I mean. Because he doesn't, uh, it's hard for him to stay on uh, on track or on brand or whatever you want to call it. He uh, ends up. Um, he ends up uh, self-destructing his own argument or whatever you want to call it, um, very quickly. Positive emotions, you talk about your negative emotions, you talk about your goals. You can do that with a person, but it's better to do it with God. Yes. What makes it better with God? Because I, I don't believe in confessing your deepest, darkest secrets and sins. I think that you're going to embellish the truth. Uh, I went to therapy one time. I was 19, and I, I was talking to this woman. I was basically like um, head over heels about this girl. I was in college, and like it was just, a lot of things. I was just like going through like a, a – so I decided, all right, like everybody's doing this therapy thing. I'll pay her. And then she had giant tits. Uh, she was like really gorgeous. And so I ended up embellishing the story. And instead of like actually being honest, I was just trying to like, you know, I was like spitting game on her like I was on a date. And I realized in that moment, like I can't fully be honest with the person because the only person you could really be honest with is God. Uh, to a person, you're always going to be, a, there's going to be a level of entertainment. There's going to be a level of lying. You're going to try to uh, make sure that they're engaged. You're going to try, your ego is going to be involved. When I'm talking to God, I don't have any ego. There's, there's nothing, I don't, there's nothing that I need to hide or it's just because God is all knowing. God's the best supplanter. Well, Sneeko, Sneeko is like, he's obviously a narcissist, right? And cares a lot about what people think of him and, and uh, his image and all that. So it's not really a surprise that he's saying these things. So 
he's going to know. And I, I even noticed that a lot when I was praying in Mecca, I felt all the, the ego and the little blockades that I had in my head and the, the barriers that you have when you talk to a person, they're absent when I talk to God. Okay. Can I think for a second? Yeah. How's this conversation so far, by the way? Interesting. Okay. So let me just make sure I understood. So you tried therapy once. And yeah. uh, because your therapist had big tits, yeah. it sounds like you activated a different mode of relating to that person. Yeah. So you started like hitting on her. I remember like telling the story and I was like, even my gestures, I was like, all right, so boom. So I was at the spot and then we really did it. And like, I'm making a like, you know, I got this girl and I'm doing my thing. And I was just like talking, like I was talking to like, I was trying so, to come off cool. Yeah. So would you say that what you did for that hour with that person was therapy? Bad therapy. What More like. Okay, uh, it, like engaging in it in bad faith or whatever, but I mean, they say you shouldn't have a girl therapist. Made it bad. Actually, think, think about it like I did learn some things and I didn't need to go back anymore. So, yeah, yeah. But I think the, realize, the, the reason it was effective was because I realized that I don't need therapy. Like it just helped me realize that it, that it, this is unnecessary. So I did get to talk things out. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, hold, hold on. Hold okay, on, hold on okay, okay. Hold, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not trying to like debate you or like I have no interest in proving you wrong. Honestly, I have I know, no I know, interest I in that. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just I'm just like kind of curious because here you are saying, okay, I tried therapy, but it sounds like it's kind of like saying like, okay, um, swimming is a waste of time be and and then you ask me like why do you think it's a waste of time well i went to the beach and like i never really got in the water i just hung out on the sand and like swimming is a waste of time right well, so you went there yeah. you you did something but i mean you're telling me that you treated this person you didn't do therapy you started flexing for her yeah right that's not therapy okay now, and, and I think that that's fair, right? Because you're also saying that, okay, like the problem with therapy is that when you go, you can't be completely vulnerable or honest with another human being. Yeah. Because, and so some kind of script, and I, I would guess if I asked you like, okay, let's say that you didn't, there wasn't a female therapist with big tits. Let's say the therapist was like, I don't know, a middle-aged dude you would still be activating some kind of script with them. Yeah. Right? Right. And so what I'm hearing you say is that the cool thing with God is that there's no scripts. Right. So I'm kind of curious about something. So like one of the advantages of therapy, right, is that there's another human being there. Now that's a disadvantage because now ego enters the picture. Maybe you're trying to impress them. Maybe you don't want to be vulnerable, like totally fine. But there's also an advantage, which, which is that there's a person there, right? So they're able to listen, they're able to respond, they're able to interact, they're able to observe. Yes, sure. But the problem is, what is the agenda of the person that's doing all these things? That's the issue. And, and maybe I'm making an assumption here, so I'm going to ask about this. 
Do you think that God does those things? Observes and listens and... And talks back? Yeah, I do. And, and in, in what way? If you, if you want something, you're looking for some sort of guidance, you can ask God and you'll, God will respond. How? Not in the way that a human does, but there, there is a response and it's just, it's kind of instinctual. Uh, and you know, like you, you can, he'll tell you what you, what you should be doing. Cause I think deep down, you always do know the answer. So, so when you say, so you're saying that God will tell you, and then yeah. you're saying deep down, you know, the answer. So are we, is, are we saying that deep down the voice that's talking to you is God? Is that you or is that God? Oh my Lord. Again, it does sound like a debate, to be honest. It does sound like a debate. Okay. Or am I not understanding the... Well, I mean, we all, we're all God's creation, so we have... There's a sort of connection. I think deep down you all know because we're all born pure. And then we start to become corrupted with sin. We start to become corrupted by what's around us. And then that's what creates the, the blockade. So like behind all the ego, behind the mess and the, the programming, you know what the truth is. But you can ask God when you, when you drop it and you're able to, to hear his guidance. Okay. What makes it easier or harder to hear his guidance? I think it's, it's actually, it's, it, in a lot of ways, it's harder. It's not easy to... To be vulnerable like that, it's, it's not easy to to get to that point. It took me a long time, uh, but I do know it's possible after um, consistently praying. Right. So, so what makes it easier or harder to hear God's voice? Because you said sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's harder. I, I'd agree. Uh, well, you have to fully. It's full full submission to God, and uh, there's a lot of like sometimes people aren't able to do that because they're sinning, or sometimes people aren't able to do that because. They're too angry. They're too emotional. It depends on what state you are in life. But if you can get to that point, then then you're able to communicate with God. Okay. So I'm hearing that I'm with you that if you're able to get to that point, it's great, right? So you, you hear some kind of voice or some kind of knowing or instinct or connect with the divinity within you. Is it cool if I call it that? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm also hearing that it's not entirely clear what... Again, the way that he speaks, it's very obvious that he's uh, indoctrinated. Like, he's a, a wokist. Like, it's it's very... It's intuitively obvious. Uh, I hope you guys can, can hear this. Or let me know in the comments if, if you hear it or if, if I'm just imagining things. What the mechanism or methodology to connect with God is. So there's certain things that get in the way, maybe angry, anger, maybe sin. But even if I'm not angry or I'm not sinning, does that guarantee I will hear God, God's voice? No. Or, or Right? So then, then what else goes into it? Uh, fear. It could be like sometimes, for example, well, I'll give you Islam, for example, because I'm a Muslim. And a lot of people connect with God in different ways. And I don't think any of that is inherently wrong, but... For example, when you pray in Islam, you're supposed to make wudu before, which is cleansing yourself. You're supposed to wash your arms, wash your feet. You're supposed to wash your face, your ears and everything. Uh, you're supposed to be in a clean state. Even when you pray in Mecca, you're supposed to be wearing a white garment that's clean. Like there's, there's a way to purify yourself and make sure you have true intentions. Even when you're washing yourself before prayer, you're supposed to make sure like 
the whole point is to make clear intentions that I'm going to pray uh, or else your prayer isn't accepted. Like even when you, when you um, get your knees and put your head to the floor, you can't just go through the motions and expect to be able to connect with God. You have to have clear intentions to do that. Uh, so I think there's a lot of things if you're emotional or if you don't have faith, sometimes people just don't have faith. Like there's, there's okay. a lot of things that could block your faith. Okay. Um, so then let's say I'm having trouble, right? Let's say I don't really have faith or I'm afraid or I'm angry. Um, actually, for, forget about that. I, I realized I was slipping into an, uh, a debating kind of mode. So I'll just say what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, so here's, here's where I think there's an advantage to therapy. So I, I, I completely agree with everything that you've said. Okay. I think the challenge, though, is that what you're sort of talking about is like difficulties within you. So like, let's just take faith, for example. So not having faith is like really tricky, right? Because if faith is not something that is born of logic. It's born of faith. It's the belief in something. And if you really look at it, technically, you can't have a faith. You can't have faith if you have knowledge, because knowledge knowledge is when you know something. Faith is when you now he's debating. Believe something, right? You have faith in something. Agreed there. And I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just I'm laying out how my understanding. I, of I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I think the big advantage of therapy is that you've got like another human being. So if you have other problems, right? So like if you have, let's say, fear or anger or a lack of faith, that there's actually like another human being there to help you with those barriers. Right. But humans are inherently flawed and we're never going to be perfect. So absolutely. You're I mean, a therapist's advice is always going to be inferior to God's because God's all knowing and God is perfect and God's more intelligent than us. There's, I don't think that there's any human that's better than me or smarter or that knows anything that I don't know because we're all created equal. That's <laughs> hilariously stupid. That, uh, that's, that's a very unsophisticated logic because are you going to rely on yourself to give yourself surgery? Cause we're all created equal. So you think that, uh, no one knows more than you, but I, I get what he's saying. He means in a religious sense or in a sense of giving yourself advice for the future. But even then, um, you should ask an elder or an, an older person than you about advice about the future, right? Okay, uh, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Altoin, Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian shout us to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Uh, my Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash theheadiestblog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. And if you're looking for coaching, message me at theheliosblog at gmail.com. I'll slot you right in. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you next time.